people on the road. Uh, is it? Okay. Welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun in Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. It's been a couple weeks. Um, as I've stated before and as we've discussed, it's not going to be possible for us to do an episode every single week. We have busy schedules and we're going to try to do that, but sometimes we will record and talk about multiple episodes in one week. This week is one of those weeks where we'll be talking about an episode that was happened on, what do I want to say, January 6th, and one that just happened yesterday on January 13th. I'm, of course, as always, uh, sitting virtually alongside my brother, Joseph. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing real well. Glad to be here. Happy to hear your voice loud and clear. Um, and uh, just close by, Joe, up there in the Northeast is uh, MS Tucci, MikeTucci.com, the Tooch man himself. Tooch, what's happening? Hi. Oh, not much. Just ate some uh, tacos. Yeah. How was that Taco Mexican night. fare? It was good. Yeah. Taco fried. Looked like a quesadilla, kind of, what I saw. Yeah. It was like a big corn tortilla. Uh, it was good. Uh, Taquito? Mm, did some pinto beans in the instant pot. Had some uh, some rice as well. Mm. A little bit of guacamole. It was good. It was it was nice. I, I scarfed it down right before we started. I feel good. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I had something I was going to say, and it's 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 gone away from my mind. Um, ay, shit. Oh well, I'll just say I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio, is where I am, which. I didn't really realize is about as south in Ohio as you can go. It's it's so south that I took a run yesterday. I ran to Kentucky, just across the bridge, across the Ohio River. So Cincinnati, I'm going to give a little shout out to Cincinnati. I've, I think I've only been here once before in my life many years ago for some sort of job. Cincinnati's kind of nice, I'll say. I, uh, I enjoy, I thought it was very pretty down where I'm staying, which is near all the bridges on the water. I took a run and it was very pretty, a nice little skyline. I feel like they've turned it around or something here. When I think Cincinnati, I think, you know, that sounds like a garbage place, like that I would never want to visit or live in, or if I have to work there, I would be bummed out. But um, you guys ever been to Cincinnati? No, but I said the same things about Rochester, and here I am. Fuck you. I'm out in Rochester now. But no, I've never through. been to Cincinnati. I've never been I've to driven Cincinnati. Through it. Joe's driven through Cincy. About three or three, four times possibly, because yeah. it's like right uh, on the way to things. Would take that ninety and then head south. And you stop in at Cincinnati for a snack or no? Some Actually, skyline I, chili. I I did. Um, I went <laughs> to that? a I went to a brewery that mm. was uh, in Cincinnati called Rheingeist, and um, my uh, wife's cousin, first cousin. He is a worker there, and we went to like a, a birthday party there, and it had like a whole walkthrough of the brewery. It was pretty fun. Very so, good. Yeah, had had a weekend there. Good time. Had a weekend there. All right, let's jump into these episodes. We got a lot to get through. Um, we're going to kind of do the highlights of last week's episode. I don't think we have to do a super deep dive, um, but I did think that the episode of last week went pretty well for a little while. Um, I thought that, uh, I'm going to say that I thought Doug had a very strong 
episode. He, he made a lot of funny comments. A lot, a lot of things I, I noted were just little Doug kind of digs here and there. Um, mm-hmm. And the first one I noticed when they were talking about doing like how these dads, you know, have to do chores to, you know, get out of the house. And he's like, noticed that this is what dads do. Um, and then Tim brought it back and said that he'd been playing the, he was on vacation he was playing the piano and Elton John and Doug said, you know, the kids now are coming up with the excuses to go do chores so they can get out of there while, while Tim's playing the Elton John. Um, uh, and then Tim asks, he's, he said, he did something I haven't done since high school. And Doug quickly says whippets, which I thought was a very funny response to that. But it turned out to be mushrooms. And, you know, we went down this psychedelic little chat, which, I, which was fun to hear, hearing about Tim do mushrooms, a medium dose, real dried shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> you, said like dried, you said dried specifically dried yeah no, tim's yeah. dried yeah like you know the real sure. dried shrooms um <laughs> and then he had a very good line he's like i kind of feel like i should uh, start doing that every day um and then vic came out and said that he's been microdosing. so yeah we're, we're learning some stuff about the boys here and it was uh fun for me to think about tim taking mushrooms with some pals out in I think Joshua Tree or something, right? And uh, yeah, yeah. And um, Springs, maybe I don't know. But has anybody in this room here been tempted? The shrooms are are back I'm, in style. Also, I was just having this conversation at work. It's, it's back in style. We talked about it on this show. We're 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 pro psilocybin podcast for sure. Yeah, I yeah. I haven't done it for over a year, but I have I I have some in, in this room. But uh, you have some in this room. Yeah, I'm I saying like I, I guess I guess maybe the what oh Jesus I have this like thing stuck that's <laughs> <laughs> just like look at a mirror I like, that's a wristband that has a sticky bar um no the the question is are you at all intrigued by the maybe the micro dosing aspect or the using it in a not like okay I'm just want to take some shrooms and trip out and have fun but yes. as more and more it's been talked about I was wondering your guys opinion on trying the microdosing or trying the 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 more uh thoughtful meaningful uh mindful usage of, of mushrooms because it's becoming so popular of course yeah yeah definitely i think if it was easier for me if i could get it you know if they were already in the you can you know, grow appropriate them. doses no i know but if like if i could get like the capsules and things like yeah, the microdose yeah. capsules i think if it was easier to obtain it, i would do it uh, i'd maybe be more serious about it but certainly i would i would Piques your interest. Joseph? Um, I think I've talked about this before with you guys, but I think I'm not as, like, excited to, like, get back into it or anything, but I wouldn't rule it out. I just don't have access, and I I feel like it it could be a go-to thing if I wind up getting ill or I'm in my last days of like life, I might want to go there a bit. So let's say I don't revisit that, but, uh, but microdosing though, cause you know, that's obviously completely different. You don't have to. Sure. I just go don't, to depths. I, I don't have that access really. I don't have friends that have that. I don't have the wherewithal to be growing it. Like I don't have time to be thinking about doing that, but, um, I don't, if if suddenly they were there and I could do it, I, I might consider it. I I just don't think about it ever. 
Mm-hmm. It comes up on the show. I, I thought uh, the opening of the show to go back one thing was funny because Tim came in kind of moody and like had this little rant of, about, you know, where we got to the point of where it led to all this, you know, like the, he was like a little pissy and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, do you recall any of that? It's been a while, but that was a yeah, yeah, pretty I think fun he- opening. Yeah, it was. He's like, you, you, you guys. I usually come out here and I yell. He's like, I'm not doing that. You know, like or an anti motivational yeah, message. The, the anti motivational speaker kind of thing. And he was like, oh, then maybe there's like a, something there with that. Um, I really liked that opening, by the way, in contrast to what we know happened after that. But mm-hmm. it, it was funny, and I, it it made me laugh because it was so like, just like bringing everything down it's just not like what you're expecting to, to mm-hmm. the first episode back from the new year like he's like we're not doing that and mm-hmm. i can't remember exactly what he said but i was laughing it made me laugh yeah um i'll say that i'll say just for the mushrooms final final thing to say is that i think hearing tim i think what i'm excited about i haven't done it in so long at least not alongside some drinking at a concert like i've i've taken some psychedelic drugs but it's always been like a night of just partying hard i think like this casual medium amount of real dried shrooms with like some good friends or like in a good environment hearing that tim did it as you know his age i think as like we get older our minds maybe change and maybe there is some uh, different kind of uh, experiences that you'd have taking them later on in life that I'm sort of curious about and hearing Tim talk about it you know piques my curiosity more so when you it's just like hearing a, a a regular person not that Tim's a regular person but just like somebody you can kind of trust that that you'd imagine he's experimented with drugs a lot in the past maybe not a lot but is probably you know and uh so I, I guess it was like just kind of cool to hear that he liked it and was like it was cool it wasn't too intense and it like made me like ah, it kind of makes me want to take shrooms just hearing somebody talk about it on that level i mean the way tim talks about it and the way tim talks about his experience with like mushrooms or like maybe like edibles or or whatever he's very hesitant he's had some some you know unfortunate reactions or just wasn't comfortable it's exactly how i feel i i've always i've always it's been a little tough for me with those things in my life so i'm always pretty hesitant and I, um sure you know, uh, but I'm open to it. But yeah, I'm re- re- pretty careful, especially compared to, to my friends and fam- some family members. I, I'm a little more careful or, and uh, sensitive to that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But hearing somebody like Tim talk about it in this way maybe makes you feel a little bit more comfortable I, when you get to it the does. point of putting them right in your mouth. You're like, yeah, you know, it's going to be fine. It does, yeah. Um, the, oh, you the might rant. like this quote by Doug here uh, saying that Maybe maybe Tim's music will start sounding like the Thirteenth Floor Elevator, uh, whatever <laughs> band that that you know. Yeah, I, I like that band. I I saw them play, Jesus, a few years ago. They still oh, play. The other they, thing is that they were headlining like a festivals that I went to. So yeah, Tim. Tim brought up the dead again. You yeah, know, he's, you know, he, he, he has he to do it every week. It. He listened to Live Dead while on mushrooms, and he didn't come out and say that he liked it, but he did. I think he was implying that he appreciated some things that he didn't appreciate before because he was on mushrooms. Um, so, you know, the, there was one little thing that, uh, I feel like it was jotted here in some notes that I see that I forgot that the, the rant that he was 
he went on like this thing about Doug, you disappoint me, but then you're my son, and then uh, also you, you, I introduced you to Thai food. I, that cracked me up <laughs> uh-huh. so good. Me too. <laughs> oh yes. Okay, so this I, was like a meandering. Yeah, this was really strong. I didn't start taking notes yet, but yes, this, I'm glad this is noted. There was a very Tim did a very like long winded where he was obviously saying sentences where he didn't know where they were gonna go, and just like started like implying food like just dumb shit like thai food and then <laughs> you know just like, went with it and it became a whole little stupid thing yeah, i think now, at one point, now if that's what microdosing leads to is silly like yeah you know non-sweat sacadors and yeah and he, he says don't get me started on vic i thought that was, I, yeah there was a lot of don't I, get me started I, I will say these last these last two episodes so episode 188 that we're talking about now and, and the one from yesterday 189 a lot a lot of laughing from me or like in the in the opening opening uh section a lot of laughing yeah yes. no this, this, oh, this was I, I think this yeah i think I, i'll agree this one was particularly strong and um uh matt's back he's got brain damage and always has <laughs> um makes <laughs> <laughs> so terrified of getting his brain scanned yeah um, yeah um, good stuff really good from tim Let's go to, let's jump to the city of the day, Ruth's Christ Church House. Um, the well-to-do need a place to hang out too. Um, this was, uh, I wrote very nice, you know, it's not calling back like big, hilarious laughs, but I think it was solid, good graphic. Um, it's kind of like, uh, <laughs> I, Ruth, like I, I don't know. That sounds like somebody maybe stumbled over saying Ruth Christ instead of Ruth Chris. Ruth Chris, I don't know, man. It, I, I was Chris is such a weird name that kind of kind of fucks up in your mouth. So just adding a T to the end it makes it more of a mumbly mouth thing to say. So Ruth's Christ Church House. Um, I liked the fresh baked Eucharist. Um, you know, a couple couple little zingers. It wasn't, you know, I don't think it's making it to the office for me. Yeah, I. I I would say it's also it's very solid. I mean, I, I was I was raised Catholic, so this this you know hits hard. This is good good stuff. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I did I did like it very much in terms of where it compares to some of the other sponsors. Maybe not not quite, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it was very good. Good little rant about oh Joe, you want to you haven't mentioned oh sorry Joe, go nah, ahead. Ruth that's, Chris, that's enough. Ruth's Christ. You got nothing to add to Ruth's Christ Church House? I, I, I smiled, okay. Yeah. Smile. Joe smiled. You get a smile from Joe. The priest won't go on about how the meek shall inherit the earth because your inheritance is none of our business. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. funny. That's good. That's good. It's something. That's uh, very good. Brooklyn Vegan Blowback, I wrote down, um, uh, which... I don't know. I think when I thought we were going to do an episode about this, I would have asked, like, has anybody gone and listened to any of those records that were up on the thing and blah, blah, blah. But I don't, I don't think we have time unless somebody really wants no. to talk about something they saw on that list and listened to and loved. Nope. Mm, nope. Okay. Mm-mm. Cold showers, I wrote down. I, anybody, anybody screw around with this cold shower business this last 30 seconds? <clears throat> old. Yeah. Did yeah, try, before the, it, yeah, you, for sure. Tucci's done it. Joe? Only in the summer. I'm not yeah, going yeah. winter cold shower, but no, I'm taking summer. some. I've taken some ice baths as well. Okay, so you're into, yeah, I'm into it. You're into the cold thing. Yeah, the cryo. Yeah, cryotherapy. Was, was this be considered a, a part of cryotherapy? 
I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. But I, yeah, I, no, I did a thing. It. I did a thing at a spa where like you you do really hot and then cold and like shoots water on you and it's you know just for like a maybe thirty seconds and then you do another one and it's like warm and I was like yeah that's fine. I don't know if it was like felt so great. I've had people tell me how great it is and I was like yeah I don't. I think I just like mainly like hot. Yeah, Vixed. I'm not doing it. I'm no, not doing but, no cold showers. Like switching to that, that sounds ma like madness to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually go the opposite way and go like real hot for the last thirty seconds. Like, let's just fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. blast. Me. Yeah, just burn so me I. before I get out. Just fucking. Oh, I just keep, keep turning it up, turning it up, turning it up till it won't go any hotter, and then yeah, then you're out. That's too hot. Um, Vic's best of New Year video. Um, Tucci's gonna go ahead and add this to the best video shared offies. It sounds like Tucci really enjoyed this video. Mm -hmm. There's a very specific part, there's a which is just so so great mm -hmm. from Vic is where he edits <laughs> he edits Joe Biden to talk over Jill, um, mm -hmm. in that one segment, and it just it's so good. It's such a, such a simple technique, um, and it crushed me. I thought it was very funny. Mm -hmm. I've watched it a few times. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I mean, I think we, we had a episode 189. I think we have another video that I want to put up for best video shared. But this one, um, yeah, I thought this was very good. Very good you're, compilation. Yeah, I, I think I know where you're going with the Doug's Bowl video. But yeah, um, I'll just say Doug's Bowl video is more of my cup of tea than this Happy New Year video. I, I get it. I'll say my note here is just I think it went on a bit too long for me. Um, and I know that's kind of part of it um i guess i don't have a big uh connection to some of the guys that are rambling on and on but um you know it's a classic little vic sort of instagram video or something i'm just used to this it's just like the length is maybe um a little little long for my attention in a show like this to, to, to kind of step away and listen to this whole thing and, and when you don't know how long it is you're like expecting it to end and then it, doesn't I don't know Joe thoughts on the vid did you watch it uh, I had the same thought that it was long um, yeah longer than I wanted it to be I felt like some of it dragged and I mm -hmm. wanted it to just be faster clips and things but it was uh, you know it, it was amusing I, I'll give it amusing uh, it's not long enough didn't love it yeah uh, you know okay well if we're talking about long things that went on too long let's just get into the end of the first half of the episode which was something i you know maybe should have anticipated but i was a little more excited about we had will olden back along with bill callahan and i must preface my little bill callahan rant with i am a huge fan of bill callahan i love his music i love smog i went and bought all the smog like i think after the first bill callahan record came out i was like who is this guy i love this went back and collected all of his smog records read the lyrics have a book by bill callahan and i had such a and he was so mysterious back then i don't know this is maybe 15 years ago now um i couldn't you couldn't find much information about him i had an idea to make a comic book about bill callahan like i was really really into bill callahan um so i was excited but I, i've since seen some things with him and i know he's a pretty low-key guy um in his twitter's but his twitter's kind of funny and whatever so 
we got the Will Oldham thing, which we know how that went last time he was on the show. I think there was mixed reviews from us, and um, they went with this kind of absurdist route that I think eventually maybe turned into something. We had something kind of similar here. Um, and uh, mixed with some things they called tech diffs, which to me just seemed like Bill Callahan didn't mute his stream. Um, but how'd this one go over for you, Joe? Um, I'll say to follow what you are saying about being a fan of Bill Callahan. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Bill Callahan. My wife is a huge, huge fan. We have all the vinyl. We don't have all the smog, but we have a lot of the vinyl Bill Callahan and, uh, we're, we're fans and, um, you know, he's an interesting guy and i was i was looking forward to having him on too but i forgot that oh yeah he's going to be on with will oldham and that leads to this sort of shenanigans which is fine but like and by the end of it it was like you know there was questions being rattling off and and you know tim was just going with you know crazy amounts of questions with no answers but it was it was really that was a fun part of it like um the i think it that was long but it was like um i i know i i've listened to bill callahan on podcasts before where it's awkward uh because he's like seems like a really sincere thoughtful person giving like you know answers that are good but like it seemed like they obviously set this up for him to be you know playing this bit here and uh I don't know. I feel like he kind of goes with the flow of things. I, I've heard him on an episode of Comedy Bang Bang, and uh, he he play he was kind of like the same you know person as he was on th that. But that's a whole different dynamic of improv and and silliness. And I liked that better mm -hmm. uh, than this. But I kind of knew what we were gonna get here. The the thing is, you know, I. I don't know. It, it it's sort of rough. It was sort of long and and rough at times. And the tech diffs that came in and out, you know, I wasn't sure if uh, some of that was planned or if or what. Like I, maybe nothing's planned with, with this whole thing. But by the end of it, I was laughing because Tim was just rattling off lots of uh, you know silliness and. Um, and also, I I, I kind of am looking forward to listening to this album, and I like the I, I like the concept that a lot of these artists these days are doing cover albums, and um, I feel like if I was a musician, I would want to make a covers album and just pick rank, like all of my favorite songs and learn how to play them and put them on a big album. Like it seems like a really cool thing that people don't take advantage of enough. So you and, so you have not listened to the album? No, I haven't listened to it, but okay. uh, I I plan to. And, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, about their music. Or no, about this, no, just the, about this appearance. You didn't I mean put it in your notes, so it makes me wonder what you think. It's it's hard to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, I think it's I think it's, a segment like this is what makes Office Hours really interesting to me. You have like a curly G. And then you have like Will Oldham and Bill Callahan on the other end. And there's like two, just two very different things. And there's a lot of contrast. And, um, and I think like when you look at the show overall, things like this, um, 
is is what kind of makes it special. I think it, it is kind of hard to take in at first. Um, the best part is when Tim, you can, when you have to watch the video to see this, but when Tim's making uh, Bill laugh, um, that is certainly the best part. They start to break a bit. And I think that really dry setup makes that like kind of even more special when Tim starts to just kind of rip into him. I think Tim's trying to get them to, to crack a bit. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, it's, once a year, I'm good with this once a year, I guess I, could, I should say, you know, I can't do this every week. It, it's just tough as much as I love everything these guys do, you know. Um, I did want to say, though, that when they, I think, I think Will and Tim were doing like a George Harrison, like cover, they were just like goofing off a little bit singing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with Will or, or Bill's music, at, really at all. So when I heard Will them sing, um man his voice is incredible um i he i think he like it's crazy how well it sounded or how good it sounded like on like the call Hmm. i was i had no idea so that was shocking to me that really stood out and that's all i'll say about um i'm gonna say that this time uh will oldham and this bit really didn't work for me um, and really kind of bummed me out that we got a wasted Bill Callahan uh, to some extent. And that's maybe the that's maybe a, a, a little harsh, but it just, it was a fucking, it was just annoying. I mean, it just, they, they came on, they're like, we're going to not talk for a really long time. And I'm just like, that is not funny or interesting. It's not absurd. It's just kind of dumb. And there was, you know, it wasn't really, and then the detectives along with it, you know, they kind of like, then it like kind of broke, like any kind of momentum of the awkwardness got totally ruined when it was like, Wes, is, is there something actually wrong? You know, it just, it just wasn't, it didn't have that same vibe. I don't think that they kind of achieved last time where I was like on the edge of hating it. And then it kind of came around in an absurd way that it was kind of cool. Bill Callahan was trying to do this funny drawing, which you know, just never developed into anything. I mean, a penis on a horse. Yeah. There's just like some, there was some swings and misses here is is what I felt like. And, you know, I just think Will Oldham doing such a similar thing to the last time he came in was a little bit of a disappointment for me where like maybe, I don't know, maybe try something totally different where like you're giving a lot of information or you have a lot to say or just a different kind of energy than this, like what it was pushed there was for me i was i was extremely sad that i didn't get something that i was gonna like out of especially out of the bill callahan aspect of it and by the time they got it all fixed and got like we're trying to get something going it was just like a sad attempt of tim trying to save this thing and it didn't work i'd be surprised if i you know i expect will to be back on the show at some point i'd be surprised if he does it again um, I wouldn't. I think you. I mean, I don't. I, know. I think he's gonna do. I think he. I, I think don't know he, if they're I, talking about it. I don't know if Tim's talking to them about it or if they're just like not. expecting it. Yeah, I don't know. Probably I thought not, they were maybe friends or something, but. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess my the best part was when a different Bill showed up for a second. He had like a weird black thing that looked like uh, Spaceballs. Rick Moranis, uh, <laughs> Darth. I forget, what is what is he called in Spaceballs? Uh, <laughs> He said, he, I think somebody said he looked dark like Darth helmet. Vader. Yeah, but he looked like Dark Helmet. And it was like, who is this Bill? <laughs> like, they had detectives and they're like, Bill and Matt put up a different Bill. <laughs> he was wearing an outrageous <laughs> outfit. And I was like, 
Okay, uh, well, that's kind of funny. And they, they tried to they tried to turn around. They tried to say like Bill they did broke broke the whole system. Um, but the, I thought the, the whole delay the whole delay was not cool, and it just it was a little painful. And then them trying to sing and I don't know. There's some weird lines out of Will where I feel like he's trying to be absurd and not you know like it's just too too much trying and not enough actually doing it. The detectives on top of the detectives was wild, and 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 it made me think that that Matt was talking when Matt was talking to Wes. You know, you you, Wes doesn't have a mic. I was thinking that, like, do you guys think it would be interesting if if that back room was mic'd up, like, kind of chime in every once in a while, like, when something like this is going on, so we can actually hear the conversation? No, I don't. No, you don't think that would be interesting? No, I think I like. I I, kind of want it because I hear you know every once in a while you hear Matt talking you know just uh, you well, know, obviously he's just talking into his mic and they're listening one thing i'll say but, that was also happening during this was when people said things like there was a there was like a repeater sort of app thing that was playing no, bill callahan didn't have his fucking stream muted it was like no, so no 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 i know but there was also like i feel like vic vic and and doug were like catching quotes and then Typing it into like a weird. Oh yeah, voice no, oh, yeah. Well, they were doing that. They were doing like the Google. Back. Yeah, uh, it was it was AI voice. meant to be like a weird trippy thing. I I feel like because mm-hmm. they had set up like oh that mushrooms were taken. Like this was supposed to be like a trippy response to that, and they had planned those voices to be like chiming in and doing that, and then there was like that weird Sopranos drop of like uh, I'm gonna eat your skin or something kept playing a bunch and like mm-hmm. it, it was just like there was some mayhem in there that i found even though it was long at times i i feel like i was still amused even though we've seen it before and will old will oldham i think his first time on he, he was like at a record store and like it, it wasn't like that for his first appearance then he did it another time and he did do that and I feel like if he brings something else different, it wouldn't be that crazy. Uh, but yeah, this sort of was a fail, but I also was amused. I, I, I like when Tim gets, you know, also like annoyed about it and it doesn't, doesn't like it either. And he starts like, you know, kind of sure. slamming those guys and like give them like, you know, ragging on them a bit, you know? And Yeah. It makes for like an awkward, some awkward moments that I guess are kind of, you know, cringy, but, cringy, but kind of, yeah. Bill has a mirror up high. I'm like, really? This is what we're, this is what we're talking about. I'm ready this to is, move on. This is where we're going. Okay. Moving on. There's just real quick. There's the second half of the show. There's a, there's a few zoomers I wanted to mention. We haven't talked about zoomers in a while. Can I bring them up? No. Mm-hmm. You sure? No, there's one. There's one I want to bring up. Let me see your stupid zoomers. Yeah. Okay. I can do it quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Ray. Ray was, a, Ray was a Zoomer, had a couple good puns. Um, the guys liked him a lot. They're going to send him some socks, though that was notable. And, the, and then Julian. I liked Ray. I'd give Ray a thumbs up. Also. Julian is back, 487 days sober. Congrats to him. And then we heard from Duck, I and I will say. Him. Okay, and, <laughs> okay, that's a different, we can talk about that later. But <laughs> um, Duck, we've heard, we heard, we saw Duck again. And it's, yeah, I wanted to tell you guys that I was, um, I was watching a twitch a couple weeks ago and then the channel ended and they were hosting a different channel and they were hosting duck it was it was this guy tom who was duck on office hours he has a twitch channel it's very good um he does improv cartoons he's a very talented guy um so check it out uh 
Tom Deslongchamp on Twitch. So yeah, good to see Duck again. And it's cool to discover that he has his own Twitch channel. Okay. Um, I have some That's notes it. from uh, Half 2. Ray was the uh, guy that brought up Star Trek 4 and he was bipolar. Is that correct? No. No, he had a pun. He had a couple. Oh, of the PSA oh. Ray had a PSA pun and then uh, he had the Cefe Fef. Cefe, hello, everybody. Oh, I, I wrote a okay. good call from Chicago. That's the guy. Yeah. Yep. That's right. That's him. Was it a Zoomer or a call? Maybe it was a Zoomer. I don't know. Zoomer. Um, I thought that's, there's that's a couple, right, couple sure. real quick. I'll, I'll go through some quickies here. Um, go out and put some tarps down before you blow your brains out. Made me laugh. Um, if you remember that they were talking about, yep. like not, not that it's so bad that you kill yourself, but yeah, just make sure the cleanup. Um, yes, I like that one too. Yeah. Oh, is this is this the guy that had the? It's a retirement community. That was a different guy. No, I thought those guys. Else. I thought those guys steamrolled over that guy's pun, and I thought the pun was actually pretty good. And they didn't, and they missed it. Like it's a retire, yeah. it's a retirement community. Right. It was a whole story. I thought it was decent. It wasn't terrible. I, it wasn't. I, I it wasn't terrible. The and they, I don't think they remembered the quote from the Sopranos that they're like, is that like a notable quote? Yeah, like yes, it's fucking something Tony says to his mom a million times. It's a retirement community. Maybe he didn't sell it, but. A retirement. I think it, yeah, I think it was more of the, it the was, lack it, of self. It was, it was better than they gave it. Yeah, he, he didn't deliver it very well, so they didn't like it. But they, I think they did go over their heads for a bit there. Yes, they didn't that's quite what happened. grasp it. Uh, thimbles with uh, clean boogers, I laughed at. That's Doug's new to fake your COVID test. Um, you put thimbles <laughs> yeah, with good. clean boogers. I wrote really strong Doug show. Um, Spielberg for president, I thought was funny, made me laugh. Um who is the best guy to put in there? We came up with somebody like Di Cameron Diaz and Diane Keaton. <laughs> Some of these very clearly <laughs> who would be a good president now. Um, Diane Keaton plays the president on a, a show that I was watching that got canceled. Why the last man? Um, I noted the bipolar guy calling about Star Trek four. I, I kind of liked that guy's call because it kind of was like a little shaky and then you know, they like stuck with it. Um, CD baby problems. I've been there with Doug. Duck, yeah, I wrote that. Tim keeping the weight off. Julian, day 487, seems drunk. <laughs> you got to take it easy with that. I got to take it easy on Julian. Not that I think he listens to this show, but and Jenny, I don't know. Doesn't it's, matter. A, it's a crazy conspiracy to think that he's lying about it. Um, absurd. Yeah, it is, absurd, it is kind of wild. But I'm telling you, the one time he called in, he was like, "Well, I'm just high." He's, he was like, I do remember that. In? I think it was, calling uh, in to yeah. talk about his thing, and he's like, "I'm so high." And it was like, "Wait, what? Did you just say you're high? You're the guy that calls in." So I, I don't know. Maybe he's just high again. But good for you if you haven't been drinking for 487 days. Also, does that math check out? Um, <laughs> you gonna do it? You gonna do the math? Uh, 487 days. We've we've been doing this show for i don't know if we've been doing this show for 487 days and i think i remember when he quit you know when it was like two weeks clean or something so just throwing it out there guy could be lying <laughs> i know matt's doesn't think he's lying matt's like a big supporter of him so uh new drop concert thing i tried watching it the audio was too bad so i stopped watching it immediately i don't know if you guys tried but no they, po they posted a thing on the patreon and uh it was uh, for me, the audio wasn't good enough, so I, I couldn't do it. Okay. Japanese breakfast. This is the show from yesterday. 
we started with a lot of energy. Um, big. Big energy jumping and dancing around, uh, similar to Ellen, they said. Um, and uh, they kind of liked that. I thought it was, you know, it was kind of funny and stupid. I, I always liked Doug's dumb dance and, uh, you know, seeing Vic and seeing their bodies move. I was, it was fun. It was fine. New crops, new, new transitions as well. Camera, some... Uh, I, noticed I didn't that. notice the. I didn't notice the. Tra- oh yeah, I think they've been there. It just seems like the guy. The guys have been leaning into their switcher a little bit more, getting a little more confident, playing with some dumb stuff. Um, There's a few wipes I, I, I thought were interesting that happened early on during that big, big intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tucci, you really liked the James Carville. Uh, oh my impersonations. <laughs> Me too. I, 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 I yeah, the, the, they were I fine. I don't think it sounded like him, but <laughs> I, I didn't. It's just that it doesn't that matter. Does, it's yeah, I know, but it was just like what? Like he's just doing. I mean, Vic kept saying, "You, you keep going Cosby with it," and he really kind of was. It, it's like a yeah. It's a cross between his Cosby and like some, uh, you know Creole, uh, Creole, yeah, Creole, yeah, yeah Bayou yeah. style. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's great. It's so good. I, I don't know I why laughing. he is like, I, I didn't, I don't know him as, I guess I just don't, I'm just not as familiar with that guy. I know who he is. Cause he's like a bald fucking wizard looking weirdo. I just love but seeing like Tim incorporating him with so, new Orleans was not something I knew. I didn't, I didn't know. he I was. Just, the Tim gets so into it and he really loves doing it. And then like you can see, I love when he genuinely makes Doug laugh. It's just, I love that stuff so much. So, and yeah, I just, it was really good. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a lot, like I said, a lot of laughing, both of these episodes, like the first 15, 20 minutes, um, mm-hmm. it feels good to laugh. Not, uh, not a fan of James Carville myself. I would say he's too moderate and he's kind of a buffoon, but you know, it is fun to, to tease him a bit. Yeah. He's like, an established he's not, he's not even Democrat. like, yeah, I don't know. He's just in my, he's not enough in my world to really give a shit about him being teased. Yeah, same. Um, Doug's bowl up for auction. This was a main thing going on throughout the episode that, um, I thought was kind of interesting. I, I liked that Matt was like, not where he's like, isn't an auction the kind of thing like the other people don't have to, only the person that wins has <laughs> yeah. to pay. I would love for somebody to tally up how much fucking money they got for this bowl. I tried to look, man. It was, it's it was gotta a- be hundreds of dollars. I mean, what, what did the, what did it win for? Uh, uh, yeah, it was. Um, I have it here. 120. Yep. So somebody KC. made 120, KC and I think it, I think there was. I think it came down to like two people towards the end. Once it got over maybe 50 or 60, it was like two guys banging back and forth. But for a right. while in the beginning, there was fivers, tenors, fifteeners. So this bowl probably, you know, cost them. They probably got 500 bucks out of this bowl, which is kind of funny. But I do think it was nice that they kept putting stuff in it, and you know, 120 dollars for like a stupid thing from your favorite show is not bad but if you paid a hundred dollars and got nothing i would be kind of this is tiny of, tim membership i mean look i yeah, the the trident the, the trident vibes I, I i didn't get, catch the show live but when tim offered up the trident vibes i was like oh man i would kind of i kind of want to get in on this action i'll take those vibes oh if you, if you here's the problem with getting in on the action is that once you get in you're in i know, the I know. and you have to stay in till the bitter end i know uh you know the cumulative idea was good for the one guy to do that because he was like okay i'm not just it's not like a new bid i'm going to i think a couple other people maybe stumbled over that and were like <laughs> I, you know just bid higher again but it's like oh, oh wait well, i added up my I'm looking through. There's like there is like a, a couple seventy dollar bids, a, a couple of fifties, you know, a handful mm. of twenties. I mean, you know, I, probably 
several hundred dollars in the end. Um, yeah, no, this was funny. Bidding. I wonder if this, so my question about this whole thing, I mean, they showed the video, um, which I think you enjoyed the video. Let's just get the video. Let's just get the whole ball talk out of the way. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Um, I, lo- I loved it. Yeah. The video is very funny. I saw the video the day before, I think on Instagram, I think I even wrote a little, wrote a little comment and said, great video, you know, like LOL, clapping hands or something. I reacted to the video because I thought the video was very funny and stupid. And it was like, Doug put in way too much time for what? I and I, you know, so I'm wondering if it was just a real like Doug brain video or if there was intended to be on OHL or if he did it and then the guys saw it and were like, let's bring it on OHL. Yeah. I wonder. I think it was a- I think it was, my guess that is an independent. It was a total just Doug thing, you know, mm-hmm. making a Doug video, and and then he's like, he, he maybe he brings it up to the guys, and they're interested, or yeah, maybe they catch it and mm-hmm. say bring the bowl to the studio. But um, I'm glad it made its way onto the show. I thought that was I thought it was really funny, like to have an auction. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was just good. Yeah, it made, it I think made the idea good bit. selling the idea of just selling the bowl and then the video about the bowl. I think is the genius of the whole thing, taking it to the next level and just giving away a bowl isn't really funny but uh it made for like some interaction it made for something to happen throughout the show which i think gave the show a little bit of maybe extra blood um yes uh just something to follow along uh, was nice and um i think if they did auctions not like this where you just lose your money if you lose uh they could auction off stupid little things maybe once a month or something like do something similar but if they're trying to just raise yeah. money or something, like it seems like a good thing to do because people are going to want some <clears throat> swag or some shit, you know. I've been trying to come up with a name for these like these types of shows, like these last these shows that we're talking about now, or these kind of like middling episodes that kind of sit in between, you know, those um the larger. It's just a regular show, I think. Yeah, know? it's a re- yeah, and I think things like the auction or like bits like that fit really well into show into episodes like this and really like mm-hmm. kind of bring them to life. Um, yeah. If uh, if auctions stay, I I want the uh, the the reverse auctioneer drop yeah, in there as that much was, as yeah. possible. Yeah, that was I, funny. I enjoyed that. Where you try to get the where you try to get the uh, you try to get the the prices lower down to zero. Uh, Doug Doug, I think put the button on that joke. Um, so let's see. Um, let's uh, you know there was this thing about Tim talking about you know bob saget and all the nice things and people saying that he was a nice guy this is a whole conversation that we could go down i don't know if i really feel like doing it nobody really i think the twins maybe are the only ones that kind of brought it back but tim had said you know what what are people going to say about me um and you know i don't think anybody's going to say tim was a really really nice guy unfortunately <laughs> i mean there's just not I, I don't think that's there gonna was going to be said influential there was a zoomer that influential did call in very and, and funny offer, uh, you know did you remember that zoomer that offered like i'll you know write down a, a thing that you did for me when you send me a text like there was a whole yeah yeah no interaction. yeah there was a thing and there was discussions about how that could be done and uh you start making a list of everything tim does that's nice so that you at the end of you know when he dies you can just open up the document and be like oh look at all this nice stuff that he did um i think it'd be funnier to be notably like not known for being nice like tim wasn't a nice guy like but you would be laughing about it because yeah yeah tim that like it was not a nice guy <laughs> It's so much a better thing to say about like 
Uh-huh. Somebody who died that you liked. You know, he was really funny and he was not nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, g- giving Tim that kind of yeah, but influential, obviously, and yeah. you know, and my person, you know, m- my personal favorite. So. Uh, you know, he's, he's going to go a long way. He's a lot of people's personal favorites, and he's a very uh, specific, you know, cup of tea for for certain people that you either love it or maybe don't get it or or, or something along those lines. He's definitely not going to get Saget fucking vibes, which no. I will say just a brief Saget thing. When okay. Saget died, I like I like just calling him Saget. By the way, uh, <laughs> yeah, me when too. Saget like passed. He the people are putting up the things on Twitter. And somebody click somebody put up a, a YouTube clip and it was America's Funniest Home Videos season eight, just like the whole thing in one YouTube clip, like seven hour long <laughs> commercial free, just like and I was like, so, I, I don't know. I just clicked on it and I'm telling you, I watched like two hours of it. Like no way. swear to God. And Saget on America's Funniest Home Videos is incredible. I mean, so funny and saying all sorts of dirty innuendo and all sorts of fucked up shit and doing really, really stuff that when I was a boy was right over my head, but it's right on this Me edge too. where like, right on the edge where like a, just a schmuck in the audience can laugh at it. Cause he's like throwing in a funny face or like jumping over the couch or doing something, but also like saying something really dark and fucked up. He has this relationship with the producers where he's just like, uh, the producers are gonna, you know, it's it's really funny and really <laughs> smart. And then he does all the voices for these fucking videos, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! I mean, I know there's speculation about uh, not speculation, but there's maybe rumors going around about drug use or something. But yeah, you know, maybe there was some drug use. This guy had a lot of fucking energy and was pumping out content for this goddamn show. I don't know how they did it if it was all pre-recorded, but. It's a really tight little package, and I mean, he's like the original fucking TikToker, YouTuber, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, um, and I was really, really way more impressed stand-up. than I would assume. I was like, Full House is fucking no. I've seen his stand up, and he's like real filthy, like on the nose filthy. This was like, how many sex jokes can I slip into a family program without most people even knowing? Like, so that, that's that's crazy. his. That's his like whole thing. Like, was he pulled off the PG thing where he was the bluest comedy legend, pretty much of his day? And but I'm saying his shit. But, but his timing, so like he was real. He was a master of like laying all out timing wise. Yeah. And yeah. I I I, had I don't I actually down. I don't think that his. When, I remember hearing that his stand up was so blue and vulgar. I remember watching and be like, I don't really think this is that funny. I, I don't I don't love this. Um, yeah, I had the, the aristocrats thing. I was like, I don't, I don't get why everybody thinks this is so genius. I and love it. Yeah, I'm on so, record to say I love it. I Joe think loves it. So so fucking funny. Joe but, loves it. I was not. I never thought it was that funny. Like just going so vulgar. It, like I think he found that, that was like you know everybody knows I'm the guy from Full. I'm Danny Tanner, and if I start swearing, it's just going to make people. No, laugh. he was he was that before he was Danner, Danny Tanner. He he goes back. He's he's a long time. Whether he is guy. whether he is or he isn't, it, like the jokes just didn't have me laughing too much. But I'll say I'm gonna give a shout out to America's Funniest Home Videos. So very good. Much 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 funnier than I could have ever imagined it being. In a very you know I don't know you kind of it was in I was in the mood, but I just couldn't turn it off. I was just you know, and I only wanted to watch his parts. The actual videos were not very, you know. They're just whatever, but I feel like um, blue comedy has like come up 
like in the past decade or so where his stuff isn't even that blue anymore because everyone else is, is blue as well and so he was sort of like ahead of the timing of, sure sure maybe if, he, yeah, if, if he saw and, him in early 1990 and he was talking that stuff maybe it would have been more shocking and whatever but he was talking he's been his bits never really changed that much but he was always i think so funny and um i'm sad that he's gone so yeah that's all i'll say on that um japanese breakfast um i'll say i'm just gonna skip ahead because to talk about this interview would make sense to talk about uh reina uh who came on later from npr yeah. And how she yeah, just tore apart Tim's interviewing process <laughs> because when I was watching it, I was thinking the same thing. Like, Tim, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you, you are like really. <laughs> I know you come in unprepared for this kind of stuff, but I, I don't know. I think it was something that she. I think she just really didn't know. She. I can't imagine she knew what she was getting into. I can't. Imagine I think it was a yeah, know. a bad mix, and between... she didn't know what. You know, so she was just like playing it straight, you know, and like didn't yes. know that this was a big goof off and couldn't really figure that out for a little while. Yes. And Tim has a pro has a hard time dealing with somebody that just kind of doesn't get it. Um, but I, I, oh, I enjoyed it because there was just some awkwardness. Like I, I liked listening to it. I liked somebody being in that position where like they really were so not on the level of it that they just kind of went along it was like what would you do if you just put somebody totally oblivious doesn't really know who you are stuck you on this show and they just are listening to it and they're like uh okay yeah um sure <clears throat> he was getting like tucci your only note was yes and no questions uh <laughs> yeah i look I, I i'm with you so far they were playing this they, they were playing up the interview with japanese breakfast up a bit like they mentioned it last week and i was i was really looking forward to it i'm a fan of japanese breakfast and i was like well and i like michelle's honor and i, and I thought this is going to be great this is going to be a good match michelle's honor on office hours uh -huh. but yeah the combination of tim's very open unpreparedness he says it all the time and like you like you said michelle's very straight laced approach kind of was it was rocky at first and um I, I i still i still enjoyed it but uh but yeah it was rough it was rough well, I, I think it, it didn't it didn't take until tim was kind of commenting on her uh on her screenplay pitch that i that i thought it got interesting yeah well i i like there's so there's cringy kind of stuff about this which let's just compare it to the will oldham thing where yeah or will oldham wants to do a thing okay and he's like so on the level with tim that he's taking it 180 degrees in the opposite direction of like okay let's get weird you know let's let's just be weird where this girl i'm pretty sure is coming off like she just did jimmy fallon and she's coming off this press tour she got nominated for a grammy she's probably on fucking six podcasts a day and i assume she's just coming in just probably press prepped and like not you know, just ready to just talk about normal stuff and maybe say an interesting thing here or there like not ready for an absurd thing and maybe because of her music and you know maybe there was an assumption that she's like kind of i don't know i don't want to say wild or like you know like more i would i, I would never get that assumption from her music but what but yeah as, 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 as like a, like a little star more, or whatever 
no, not I, I'm not saying rock star, just like a little, a little more weird, or you know what I mean, oh, like okay. a, like a little more strange and just like kind of trippy, or like could like roll with the like weirdness, right? And like totally get it or something. Where I think she came off as a, to me seeming maybe a little young for this uh, for this thing, and maybe um, just just not being aware of Tim and Eric and not really giving a fuck and. I liked it. Like I, this was the kind of cringe that I liked because it felt real awkward. I could feel Tim like not being able to figure it out really, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think her responses kind of made him kind of look like a schmuck as was pointed out later, which definitely I, I liked, you know, that that's, that's the kind of I awkwardness like I want. Okay. Not will old him forcing the awkwardness. Yeah. Give if you're going to make me, me pick... legit awkwardness, give me yeah, the I'll take real... this awkwardness over that for sure. Okay. So I like that. I think she seems like a cool chick, and I she's liked, cool. Yeah, I liked. I want. I checked out her a little bit of her music. I think I like it a bit. It was my last. My last show was a Japanese show. Breakfast. Yeah. Okay. Um, last live show. I think I. From what I've just looked around with, I think I maybe don't love her new stuff as much as her older stuff. But maybe that will change. Um, yeah. Well. Uh, it seems I like agree. Picked um, up by some. You know, she's on Dead Oceans, but that's not. That's not a huge label, but. My favorite um, album of theirs is Soft Sounds from Another Planet, 2017. Check it out. Joe, do you like Japanese Breakfast? Did you like this interview? Uh, I I listened to um, Japanese Breakfast's first album back a while ago, and I enjoyed it, but I didn't go back to it, and I sort of didn't keep up. But I did read her essay, and I read an interview a while back, and I knew that she was like good like based upon th those things i know my wife read her book and hmm. i read the book yeah and um we talked about it and like my wife really likes the newer album i haven't really listened to it but it's just it's i'm like not going back to certain things all the time so it's no disrespect i think hearing this interview was you know i was laughing at tim like tim I feel like is an awkward interviewer, no matter who he's got. Mm -hmm. And, and so it starts off like where he's feeling the person out, but he's doing it in his way, which is awkward and weird. And, mm -hmm. and she kind of like just took it and like, was like interested and, and gave him everything that he needed. And then it sort of shifted where Doug and Vic chimed in and they, they got the ball rolling of like, let's actually dig in a little bit deeper and then it mm -hmm. you know tim sort of caught up to that and it it actually fleshed out into a pretty interesting talk and it it went mm -hmm. on for quite a bit of time yeah. and i i found it by the end of it i was like really enthralled by the whole thing and i thought like oh th this is really funny how then later on they had the 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 one woman come on and, and totally bash him because i feel like tim needs to get some of that every now and again when he is kind of blowing it and uh you know nobody calls him on his shit of just being like you know kind of mm -hmm. but he's but like that's per it, but yeah. that's perfect because she's a she's obviously a pro that she interviews musicians for a living yeah and so for her to it's almost perfect that she's like the three you know golden rules of interview you just break right away and are just like not only do you break them you just like like go right out like they're like just so so broken um which makes sense for tim and his for him to do it that way that he, of course he wouldn't 
of course, if there's rules that are being broken, that's like the the high decker. That's the high decker rule. If there's rules, I, I like break, that though. I, I, I like. I, listen, I, I I love that. I just most people, Jeff Tweedy, anybody else in that fucking Stephen Malkmus, all the all the musicians that he has in there, they understand it and they understand that there's a sarcasm and a weirdness going on, and they just roll with it and give him back what he is feeding them, where she just took it for its word. <laughs> And it was funny to just get somebody like just answering the questions straightforward, not really knowing that he's trying to just get like a funny, sarcastic dialogue started um, and kind of roadblocking it a little bit and being like, no, like, I'm not like, I'm not interested in that kind of talk. Like, and I think that's interesting that, that and that, and I think that talk kind of gets a little old. It's a little maybe a defense mechanism kind of thing for Tim not being prepared that he just has to like start razzing a little bit i I think there is one thing about when tim like goes on a rant about himself there's that is sort of easing the person up to like then talk about themselves and i think that is a trick of the interviewer to like i'm going to tell this whole story about a job i had and then she can now open up and tell like a a long-winded story about her career and things before that and so that i feel like um there just was that um, interest there suddenly that in the beginning it was awkward and then it, it found itself it, it, and it got interesting. Yeah. I'm sure that I, 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 you said you who had said that, yeah, Joe, you'd mentioned that uh, Doug and Vic came in with questions that like were actually, Oh, I've been listening to the, what you've been saying and I have some things to follow up with like follow up questions that came much later that I thought that did drive it to a new place. And Tim they're usually good for that. Yeah, they are usually good. For, I mean, sometimes they're bad for that, but <laughs> I think most of the time they're good for that. Though. Uh, Vic, Vic throws some shit balls in oh, there sometimes. Doug, Doug. And sometimes Doug and Vic are like, what's your favorite thing to work on? You know, like there's been some, I've seen some, some rough stuff too. I, this I this time say, it was fine. And Tim even made a joke about it and said, oh yeah, that you could ask a question. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a good question. You know, probably, that one. It probably didn't help that, well, it sounded like she had like the grid view and zoom ups. There's just like mm-hmm. rows and rows Little, of white men looking at you. And, yeah, you know, it's that like was funny. strange. Uh huh. And again, just yeah. getting like the real reaction to this. Like, I don't really. Who are all these people? Like, what is this? No explanation. She's probably just given a Zoom link and say, "Okay, see you at fucking three, and we'll yeah, talk." Exactly. And yeah. um, or two, and um, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. She seemed. I was intrigued by her. Made me want to go maybe check out her book. And the, the book's good. You know, I don't know what that's what that's all about, but um, you know, I think you like it. Good for her. Um, so we had, I think, the second half. We're just going to talk about a couple things. One being, uh, Tim goes back into Joe Rogan via Glenn Beck. Um, he gets there and goes on a rant, which I think we all texted about a little bit and said that was very, yeah. very funny. And um, I haven't had a rant in a while. And, right. you know, he, he kind of didn't ever really address his feelings about Joe Rogan through the whole, besides putting out that video about Joe Rogan, he never just did like a fuck you, you're a piece of shit. Like you never got like the honest feelings of Tim towards Joe Rogan. I mean, you obviously got them. You obviously know that he does thinks he's a piece of shit by producing that whole thing, making fun of him. But getting like the, you know, Tim's starting to obsess about it, it seems like, you know, he's pulling up clips and wanting to watch and just look around, like look at him and say, oh, fucking fuck this guy. 
and that was that was entertaining uh, for me. That's going on best rant offy list in my opinion. Yeah, just to put a real quick some context for best rant so far. Um, this one's definitely up there. We have Neil Hamburger on winning the 2021 Offies Best Rant Award, which is which is very good. And then we have Tim complaining about the pizza with the olive pits. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have. And one. then we have, what's up? We have one more. Other than that, that one is the Tim. No one supports me or the High Network. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have we have a handful. This is this is a this is a, I, I'm I'm glad. I love when Tim takes the piss out of Joe Rogan. Um, it's a great target, and I hope he doesn't stop. Yeah, I'll, I'll say one thing that I like about it is that when they when he did the um, the parody video, he got some good notice, he got good response, but I don't know if he got his point across because Joe Rogan probably was like laughing about it or whatever. This is just like, no, I meant this to be like, fuck you, and you suck, and you're terrible, and you probably are, you know, spilling all your misinformation all over the planet right now, and, you know, these age younger de- demographic of, of people, like I can think of people at my work, uh, my some of my employees who probably listen to Joe Rogan and won't get vaccinated because of him, like, I love it. I said, it's like a fuck you, and like, I feel like... If that rant gets out there and goes viral also, like, good. I want that to happen. I watched it on Instagram after the fact, like, today, like, three times. Because it was just like, yes, I love a bald-headed, stick-it-up-your-ass, you know, fuck you, to yeah. Joe Rogan. Because he's the worst. He is such the worst person around. And he he doesn't go away. You, you can parody him, and he sticks around, and, you know, he's still doing the damage. So let it be known that... Tim made that rant, and uh, mm-hmm. we're all enjoying it. And it's my pick for the best rant of the year as well. Um, yeah, it's definitely up there. And it was, uh, yeah, he followed up on something that he started, and he's backing it up. And yeah, there, I think there probably was some people, just again, probably stupid people that are confused about the video that he had done before, and and fully didn't understand the the, the humor there. Um, so this is yeah, a clear cut here. Well, they, I would say anyone that's listening to Joe Rogan on a weekly basis is probably not the most intelligent or, or probably least slower. To exactly. That's why it's a, that's why it's a tough one. But, when you, when you're there's doing, a lot of youth being, out there that doesn't know better. Like you know, the, the adults that a lot of them are not, that joke is going to go over some people's heads. So, it, so for him to just come out and just say, fuck you, Joe Rogan, you're an idiot and a liar and you're spreading bad information. Even that sometimes needs to be a little more clear about what he's saying. I don't think yeah, Doug, little, did, was, Doug didn't do himself any favors by saying, what if <laughs> Joe Rogan knows something or, you know, like, <laughs> so, Doug, Doug might that's still Doug uh, being funny, man. Hey, yeah, I, uh, Doug listens. Doug, yeah, the, the Doug, Doug might be a Joe Rogan guy. We don't know. He's that's been true. on. I think he he's admitted to, to listening before. Um, so the twins are we're back for a little bit. Good uh, to see them. I would. Say. I thought it was good. Be, I, I agree. It was good to see the twins as as duds as they are, as Matt calls them sometimes, <laughs> and not bringing anything. I'm glad they were very self aware of that and said like, oh, we actually duds. have something. And, um, you know, Matt's always saying they never have anything. They had something. They had a comment about Tim and the funeral thing. And they and I think it's just COVID, funny to right? look at. Yeah, they've they both had COVID of, multiple times. No, Last time they true. called, they had COVID, and they're just always sitting <laughs> I, right next to each I'm other. I'm glad Tim brought that up because I was yeah. like, yeah, isn't this the second time you guys uh-huh. have COVID? No. And it, I, it, I just, looking at twins is funny. Like, that's more entertaining just because they kind of talk 
back and forth. They're like a classic set of twins. It's the best. I love <laughs> the twins. It's pretty good. They, they, they are, yeah. when I think of Zoomers, I think of them often. And mm -hmm. um, they're the best duds. They don't need to bring anything. I like when they're on. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're fine duds. Um, but like, I think that they're they're good for like two and a half minutes. You know what I mean? And then it's like it's time for them to move on. Like quick, they don't yeah. usually have much, but they're they're good. Every few weeks, absolutely, bring on the twins. Um, rubbish cook failed. I don't remember how, but she failed. Um, I like rubbish cook too. She just came in and said she was going to be on a TV show, and and. Oh, they didn't yeah, follow up yeah, on yeah, yeah. They, they weren't buying it they like I, this, you could tell she was like maybe trying the, to when do i hear back you know yeah when do i hear back if i'm like you know gonna be chosen oh you know and it's like you know okay you it make, was a show that like it, they don't you like now yeah this, this is a little humble brag you know um and then of course we had Raina duris who will note the three things that that tim shouldn't do during uh an interview which are make it about yourself at every opportunity ask them if they have any questions for you and ask them about the writing software they're using um so <laughs> i actually did get some i looked up that writing software that tim was using like a lot of information came out of that stupid interview that i actually liked so um a lot more than fucking will oldham bill callahan if i'm watching that and i've never heard of them i'm not rushing to listen to them which is sad because you should because they're both very good and the album's pretty good and the bowl was won by a guy for 120 bucks. So I think that's going to, oh, we forgot City of the Day sponsor, which is the Meta Metamucil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we just completely pretty forgot funny. about this. Yeah, I we like completely this forgot, one. We, for, we forgot City of the Day. Yeah, good little animation. Somebody like After Effect yeah. Metamucil in the, in the guy's <laughs> hand, and there was some Zuck jokes. In Zuckerberg's hands. Yeah, Zuckerberg's meta hand, and um, <laughs> I would nominate it. Okay, would, Joe's like Joe's liking the, the nomination. He wants to go on the board here for off of the year. It, it, it was uh, it was good. It, yeah. it was really good. It was good, and we had the the Doug's uh, Metamucil drop was was also you know yeah good. Support. Metamucil is just a funny thing. I mean, yeah, Metamucil that's true. It's very funny. There was something about taking you know nice logs or something I, I can't remember exactly what was said but uh yeah i don't remember the city but i don't we don't care about that but meta metamucil um that was good uh, sorry we forgot about that folks i think it was chicago or something like that yeah oh no it was sweden or something it was a guy yeah. Away. Yeah, yeah yeah it was a british a british guy in sweden i believe british guy in sweden oh yeah you're right that was the previous show who works, works, works at a record store works at a record store, store. Um, all right, one quick thing, because Tucci pointed out to me before we started the episode that somebody on Reddit went on a little rant about producer Matt uh, being a little extra salty these days and um, how it's starting to bother him a bit. Uh, and he thinks Matt should cool out that he thinks if people weren't watching, you know, are new to the show and they're coming along, they might be very intimidated to, to try to be on the Zoom or to to really get along with this kind of thing. And um, how, did you have you guys noticed Matt being a little saltier as weeks have gone on, or a little shorter with the Zoomers, or just a little more punchy than normal? No, uh, I haven't noticed it. Um, maybe we don't get to hear what the interaction happens. Yeah, you know, between things and 
it could there could be saltiness there but i feel like maybe if there is saltiness you know they could have been coming from some migraines that sure you know were lurking yeah. beyond yeah. Hospital, our, but he put in the hospital for migraines you think he's not annoyed with the zoom chat he did say specifically that it the guy that wrote the thing said that um it was people that are sending him chats and zoom that like maybe want to ask a question or get on or something that he's been maybe short or salty with them. So maybe we wouldn't be privy to that if we're not in the zoom, but I'll, I'll say that I, I do think I've noticed um, Matt being a little salty and a little shorter and quicker to call people duds and, and things like that. And I have no problem with it because I know deep down Matt is a beyond nice guy and he's, he's very much kidding. And I think he's very much taken on the role. He's kind of leaned into the guy, like as people have maybe mentioned this before as a, as him being kind of just, you know, putting the hammer down sometimes he's kind of leaned into that role a little bit, um, to keep the show going and to keep things going. Um, and people will never understand maybe how much he's dealing with and, and what he has to do. But I will say, I defend him and say he is such a sweet, nice, gentle guy outside of this thing where he's definitely maybe acting it up a little, you know, in character yeah. a little bit. Very generous with his time. Extremely Definitely. generous with his time and extremely, he's been extremely generous to us on the show. Yes. And uh, I don't have a bad word to say about him. So, no. Um, but I, I just, I, I, I will I, say that the guy, the guy has a point where if you weren't watching this show and you came on, it could be a little intimidating. Unfortunately, I don't think these, this this crew gives a fuck you know what i mean it's just like you know it this is dating doesn't come crew. from matt it comes from tim you know, yeah but i think tim i think matt's extremely close with tim like they are best friends in real life and i think that it kind of maybe that attitude towards things maybe rubs off on matt a little bit where on paper matt is the straight nice guy like the actual nice guy when matt dies people will say he was such a Ooh. nice guy um they won't say that about him. <laughs> uh, so, uh, influential. Yeah. Yes. Influential. Yes. Nice. Eh. Um, so whereas Matt, they'll say influential. No. Nice. Yes. Um, there's just a little cut there. I mean, he has to, he has to produce and moderate the show. So I don't know what you, you would expect um, out, of, um, out of Matt. And I don't think I, 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 I'm like you, Mike. I don't disagree with what their people are saying. Maybe he does come across, across a little gruff, but I, di I didn't really notice it getting any worse or, or, mm. or happening any, any more. It's just kind of always been his persona mm. on the show. No. And uh, call in the hotline. If you're, you disagree, you think it's been, I think it's definitely been on a, the stock market has been rising. Interesting. For the okay. whole, for the whole thing, producer Matt, if you go back from the beginning, you know, oh, he's well, no longer, yes. he's no longer, yeah, that's Com what I'm saying. This is just my compared to the beginning. Continues. Yeah, be compared continues. to his, to, compared to yes, the beginning this of lockdown. Talked about the nine to five show, and they particularly talked about the way he treats Vic. And um, I'll say, I noticed, I've noticed some of that stuff too. Again, I think they're all kidding around, and I think Matt's, you know, whatever. But I'll say Tim does it. Maybe, maybe Doug and Vic are the only ones that never, never really say anything to anybody in the room that could be a little close to home, you know, like a little close to uncomfortable, but I'd say that Tim and Matt kind of throw some things around that are like, Ooh, the truth kind of hurts a little bit. They'll say something. Matt's been yes. known all out Vic for things that he actually does like, and you know, that's like a little more that, you know, this could be borderline 
turn somebody off because it's like kind of a little negative energy or something. But well, maybe maybe they should play into it, the spice a little bit and uh, go with it. You know, I heard one thing. I don't know if it was on this show or last show, but it was slipped in there. I think by Vic and Doug about the compound maybe coming to an end. Like last episode talk. Yeah, they, they did really. Bring that up. So episode four no, was, was no, the they last. About the new episode of Compound. They said the last episode of Compound, but I think they meant like the last one they just shot. I don't think they hmm. they were talking about something funny that happened, and he said, "Oh, are you talking about the last comp, the last episode of the Compound?" I think Vic said that or Matt said that. I know what you're talking about, but I'm, okay. I'm I, I know I, for I, a I, fact I, that that is not. They're not killing the Compound. Okay. They just said the last, as in like the one we just shot. I'm I don't have pretty one. sure. I'm with Mike though. I, I I I not that I believe it's the last one, but when I heard it, it sounded like they were saying it was the last. You think so? That they were saying it's the uh, last I, I or the know. previous? It, the previous. It sounded episode. like they were talking about this would be the f- the finale of the series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I took it. it a, I took it a different way. But, I hope. Um, I hope that's not the case, and I don't. Sure. I hope that. I'm not. You know. Well, uh, and you know, Matt's been playing the villain on that. You know, he's been like kind of like slowly becoming more of the villain on that compound show, <laughs> and uh, you know, maybe it's leaking. Maybe that's leaking into. Yeah. The, the, yeah, it is. The Sopranos, I mean, all this stuff is leaking in to. Uh, maybe know, the redditor is Matt. You know, he's the one putting that out. Oh, to, no, so Matt, Matt responded. Matt, Matt responded. No, he, Matt responded on Reddit. He said it's a put on. Uh, yeah, so yeah. there you go. Oh, I love the put on drop. Is my favorite. That's a drop. drop. It's a cash grab. Uh, the last. <laughs> do we want to? Do we want to move on from this? We're moving on from the show. The show's ending. Okay, now. I, we have nothing else was, to say. Well, there is. There it's is a put the, on. It's a put on. There, there is a a dance contest with the the Kmart opening song that that they had announced. So I guess we should expect to see that. Um, I will not be participating, but I'm interested to see to see what happens with this. I'm not. You're not interested. I don't know. I don't think watching some. I mean, this is going to become very weird. It's going to sound very strange coming from me, who's a weirdo that goes yeah, social media exactly. and dances. Um, but I think the idea of watching some weirdo <laughs> dance on social media or something sounds terrible. Like it just sounds like no <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. It sounds like something. Thousands I'm not gonna be like. I'm not gonna it. be like flipping through the fucking like. Ooh, is there another submission? Like some guy like just well, goofy dancing. Like I, I, I will. I will say it's not the the singular submissions themselves as much as it is. is are they going to edit this some way and do like you know what are they, what are they going to use this? How are they going to make content out of this? That's kind of what I'm interested in. And I like the song. Sure. I mean, Doug wanted people to do a little dance or something for his latest video. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, don't really. I guess I just didn't think or care too much about this. Um, okay, well, that's it then. I, I like the uh, drop concert at the end of the show. It was a little yeah, longer than it had it was, been. It, it was a longer and, uh, one, and I felt like it was, it was a little. Some, it was low key. There was like just kind of the music was light, and they were like doing just simple like one liner kind of. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like a slow. It wasn't like, just like blah, 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 blah. it wasn't like repeat fucking jamming on the effects pedals. It was like I'm just gonna play like one line and then let it breathe one a second. Movie and then line. Like, yeah, There's one another, another movie movie. line yeah. <laughs> from different movies. It was just kind it was of a cute. slow, yeah. It was like visual. a slow version of it that I that I, I did enjoy that. Yeah, and the visuals right uh, out. 
until yeah. you didn't you were like is there another one coming yeah, is there yeah, one no, more movie yeah. coming <laughs> it ended yeah. with just like a, just like it, it come crescendoing down to just like the most basic beat and like one word you know yes i will say that is my favorite part of the drop concerts at the end of the shows is figuring out how it's going to, to culminate like how does it i never know when it's going to end and it always surprises yeah. me and i love it uh and the visual for this one was like a glenn beck uh which was kind of trippy there's some some uh, some funny things going on with with glenn um yeah the pound, the pound cast had fart simpson i didn't listen to it yet George oh i know i didn't i know but i i that i'm like this is it i'm, I'm mm-hmm. i gotta catch jumping catch back on this with fart simpson I'm, I'm in yeah so i'm gonna make i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make a promise a promise next episode we will review I'm a little podcast we're, we'll run a little long this week because we had two episodes um I didn't listen to it either, Good. and I will Sorry. say I was I was happy to hear that it was a guest finally after all the complaints episodes. Like I felt like that had run its course. Maybe I think so ago. too. Um, <laughs> when the complaints weren't interesting, it just made for like you know. I think the problem with that format was like you'd hear the complaint and you know that Doug and Brent are going to talk about it for a while, and if you didn't really like that topic you like knew right away that you, you know, just like, ah, like shit. Like, I wish this was a better complaint that they could get into. You know what I mean? I, I don't yeah, know. You just knew, you knew what, you knew what was coming for the next say, like few minutes. It was almost like tracks. Yeah. It was almost like tracks that you wanted to like be able to skip ahead. Like what's the next complaint? Cause you don't know how long they're going to go for one. And, but Ugh. yeah, it was, it was, you know, there were some funny farts for funny farts. For sure, and all that funny parts and farts. We'll do a a nice roundup on the whole thing with a longer, thoughtful thing. I yes. I don't mean to rag on the whole thing, but no, it, no, it definitely ran its course for me. I, I I had to like bail on a few episodes, so. Ooh, we didn't have to go there, Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe, Joe's blows. <laughs> Joe I, had I, to, I was gonna bring it up blow in, the in the complaint. Uh, Joe, on the, on Joe the, had to throw one. Uh, blow Joe's gonna submit we... a complaint saying your shows. Uh, I have a complaint about your show's uh, format. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like too long. Cats, how you mixed it up a little bit, but you guys have been burning this one down. Uh, so that's a good uh, meta musical way to end the show. Watch out for Joe's blows. Watch out. Speaking of Metamucil, well, I got myself this quest two waiting for me when I get home. Um mm-hmm. that I got I'm going I'm going VR, boys. I got a metaverse thing. So I'll let you know how that goes. The, the uh I got Oculus Quest Oculus two. Oculus Quest two. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I heard there's a great ping pong and I want to play it. So huh. as well as some other I don't know what that is. It's a VR headset, but you can like play ping pong and I guess it's a really well done that you can actually like play ping pong so play for us nice. that is cool yeah okay um mike for all your graphic design needs i need some I need a lot and i'll i'm gonna try to talk to tucci one of these days joseph allen art uh on instagram i think is the best place to go for updated artwork from joe you can DM him and uh make a deal to buy some of joe's original artwork that he's been painting for God damn, nearly 30 years now. He's been wow. painting paintings. Um, so that's that's all there is from us this week, guys. Uh, Will uh, Will Old Ham. Um, 
check out Bill Callahan and Smog. I know I, I know I shit on that segment a little bit, but I absolutely love Bill Callahan's in my top of the tops. Such a such a talented singer songwriter. Tucci, check out Smog and check out Bill Callahan, his solo stuff. Awesome, okay. awesome. Very. You'll be a huge fan. Yeah, I'm listening to the. Uh, I got. I got. I got a lot of okay, stuff to listen to. You. You. You kind of got to. You got to get with the voice. It's one of those guys where, like, you either really once you hear the voice, you're like, oh, this is how he sings. Am I gonna like this? And then once you get there, you're like, oh, I love this. You know, that's the only guy. Hey, you what's hear what's, singing. Do you have a Smog album uh, recommendation? I feel like um, Smog is it should you should go Callahan first, then go Smog because it might be an easier it might be it might be an easier way, but I, I don't believe I don't agree with that from Joe, but just because it's like a little bit older, the first Bill Callahan record, which like mm, I think it's called uh, something about a whale heart, or sometimes I wish I were an eagle. I think is maybe a great place to start. Yes, definitely. Okay, listen to sometimes yeah. I wish I were an eagle. I wish we were one sometimes I wish well. yeah sometimes I wish we were an eagle it came out in 2009 okay I got that's it. great and then I, I'm telling you almost every one of, of smog's records is great yes, um I would say I knock that's knock is very good I don't know I can find something dongs of Savotion is pretty good yep Instead of songs good. of devotion anyway that'll wrap it up sorry guys went off on a little rant again there uh Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. We don't know when, but maybe next week, maybe further on down the road. But uh, have a great week, everybody. Stay safe, and go Bills. Bye. Go Bills. Okay, stop here.